0: Yeah, when I get to heaven, I'm going to take that wristwatch off my arm. What are you going to do with time after you bought the farm? And then I'm going to go find my mom and dad. And good old brother Doug, why well, I bet him and cousin Jackie are still cutting up a rug. want to see all my mama's sisters. Cause that's where He's going to smoke a starts.
1: cigarette, too. Um, that's John Prine. I love that song. People are still being introduced to John Prine, even mm-hmm. though we lost him to COVID in 2020. It makes me so sad. It still just makes me... I mean, we're all going to die. It's right, right. Noah Kahn and others sing, but there's just something about the loss of John Prine. It's just, it's tough. My friends and I, we cried. I mean, you know, it was one of those... You're just like, wait, 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 wait. He, he died of COVID. Like, couldn't this have been prevented he's he's a chicago guy we all loved him and you know what's funny steve is when i said people are still being introduced my my brother-in-law my brother-in-law walt buried his brother less than a year ago Mm -hmm. and his brother had explicit instructions that that john prine song when i get to heaven be played at his funeral (laughs) and so my brother and sister-in-law came back and said have you ever heard of this john prine guy i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) How do you not know John Prine? He sings uh, Clay Pigeons, which isn't his song. And the songwriter was from Austin, Texas, ended up being murdered. I don't remember. It was a very odd story. But he talks about sitting in the back of a bus, not talking until he's got something to say. And uh, he just was so wise and delivered songs with you as if he was your friend sitting next to you. Yeah, in a way that we would never be able to articulate. It No. It was certainly... Um he was a poet, and he was a Chicago mailman before that. Uh, Holly Gleason is the editor of Prine on Prine, Interviews and Encounters with John Prine. Holly, as you can tell, we're we're big fans, and uh, based on the book, I'm guessing, in part, you're a big fan too, right?
0: Well, yeah. I I mean, I joke that John had a hand in raising me, so um, he was a big part of my life, for sure. Yeah, that's what I hear.
1: That's what I hear. So tell me about how John Prine was a part of your life.
0: Um, I was a baby rock critic, kind of almost famous, muck too. And I was supposed to interview him for the Miami Herald, for a show he was doing in West Palm Beach. And we talked for like two hours. It was talking to your best, your favorite uncle. And then I took a job at the West Palm Beach paper, and my story got spiked. And when I went to apologize to him, he kind of laughed and said, well, then, it wasn't business. It was just two new friends talking. And he went out of his way to sort of um, fix me up with his co-manager and the guy who did a lot of the heavy lifting on founding Oh Boy Records, Dan Einstein, and that began an adventure where my 20s, Went from being a kid that wanted to write about rock stars to writing for Rolling Stone and the L.A. Times and musician and on and on. He was the guy that we all thought he was. Oh, and more so. Oh, good. And more so. That was the, the funniest thing. He had such empathy for the human condition, but he never judged anybody. It'd kind of show you when somebody was skunky, but it'd also make you see the beauty in people most folks throw away. And so
1: tell me about this new book from you, Prine on Prine. I don't have it in my hands yet. I understand it's interviews and quotes and just people who encountered John and and wonderful stories that really speak to who he is.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a series that Chicago Review Press does called Re- Musicians in Their Own World. It's a compendium of a lot of articles, interviews. Um, I've got a sec- section of a cookbook where it's the greatest pork roast recipe in the history of pork roast. Duck um, <laughs> Cakes, duck Cakes, Chuck Corn, and Honest Fried Chicken uh, by Ronnie Lundy. It's out of print. She let us have it. Uh, a scene from a Billy Bob Thornton movie, Daddy and Them, that Billy Bob wrote for him. Uh, his night at the Library of Congress. John was the first Singer songwriter to appear there and read a speech from John Mellencamp giving him the Pan Lyrical Achievement Award. So it's kind of some odd stuff. Um, my favorite weird thing a letter to the editor of Hot Rod Magazine, a letter from the editor of Hot Rod Magazine. Yeah, one of the I stories mean, I think- love
1: is that, you know, I would have never perceived him to be a, a car guy, but late in life he wanted a Porsche. He got it and he left it. To Sturgill Simpson, that just, I just couldn't even believe that. I didn't even know those two had a connection, but I now know they shared, you know,
0: like uh, in office space or something, right? Yeah, when John had the butcher shop, he, Sturgill needed somewhere to kind of base in Nashville, so they, he said, yeah, come on, son, you know, you got a place here. Uh, John had always been, I think he was a 50s kind of Maywood, Illinois proviso Proviso high school uh, classic dude and he um, had the, the pompadour believe it or not there's some great pictures not in the book of him combing his hair back real slick and he loved cars he was a competitive gymnast and when he went to the army during the Vietnam War he ended up getting sent to Germany to work in the motor pool he he was a, a gymnast. Mm-hmm. Wow! Didn't even <laughs> yeah, know that. Everything about him, every day was a new revelation.
1: And so, from the Vietnam War, he came home with Sam Stone, right?
0: His friends came home from the Vietnam War. Well, not, not him.
1: No, right? Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. But I think I think that he um, saw what happened to people that you know they all shipped out for the great adventure or The Great Conflict, because for a lot of kids, you know, they went because they didn't have a choice, and he saw them come home pretty broken, and not a lot of parades in the streets, and not a lot of how do we help you, and, you know, he also did Take the Star Out of the Window. That was another one of those songs, Mm -hmm. and just gave people the heart that should have just been there and wasn't.
1: What a, what an amazing man. And I don't know if you were listening in when Steve and I were saying, I mean, everybody we know cried the day that we found out that he died. It was just heartbreaking. And as someone who was very influential in your life, I can't imagine you probably carry that, that heartbreak with you today. But I'm intrigued to grab the book and to read all the quotes and the stories and what you shared. Um, we can get it anywhere, right?
0: Um, actually the book has been so popular that they sold out of the first printing almost. Wow. So don't, if you, if you try to get it at a bookstore, I tell everybody, call first. Uh, and you can't, I know amazon.com got restocked because they sold out first early and I know they do have books, but I'm a big, and John would say, stay independent, go to your local bookstores first, because that's, that's the jump prime way.
1: Yep, absolutely. Holly Gleason, thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you so much for having us, and and you know what? Thank you for loving John and keeping his music and his heart and his spirit alive because he's such a Chicago guy, and it really is. It, this really mattered to him. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes, I'm telling you what. What an influence he had on all of us. Prine on Prine interviews and encounters with John Prine. Holly Gleason is the editor and the book. Well, you should go to your local bookstore. Call first and buy it from an independent person. Steve's News is it- next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent. WGN.